This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. Women and men, boys and girls, welcome back to the Trim Healthy Podcast with Serene, Pearl, and Danny. You better get in here. You better get into our living room with us. You better sit on this couch because we're going to hang today and we got cool stuff to shout about. Am I right, ladies? Ooh, there was some testosterone Like I felt the wind, the whoosh through the... Like the, the welcome. welcome and the wow, like Woo! it shut the door, it slammed the door with the word. <laughs> did I loved it, Dan? Welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't leave the lurgies in your own mouth, oh, would you? Okay, appreciate it. Hey, I'm going to bring some stuff today just because a few days ago I had a bit of a realization. Thought I, I thought some of you are going to gel with this and it might revolutionize your life. If you're a person like myself, who loves to eat. Oh, So I had finished lunch and it was so good. It was just such a good lunch that I just was it? thoroughly enjoyed. I think it might have even been my, my new Nut Smart salad. I, I don't know oh, what it was. It oh, was something. Mm-hmm. Um, an hour later, I wasn't truly hungry in my belly. But I have a love for food that makes me think. I was starting to look forward to my afternoon snack and wonder what it would be and think about it, dwell on it, have a little fantasy about it. Mm. And, oh, yeah. And, and, and then I was thinking, oh, I'm sort of wait till three, but I love food so much. just wish I could eat all day. You know, I was having these thoughts and then I was like <laughs> feeling down on myself for those thoughts. You like, felt gluttonous? I did. I I felt like a little bit of anxiety, like I love food too much. I'm always thinking about food, what's wrong with me. I don't me. think you wanted to eat every second, but you you were enjoying thinking about food nearly every I second. I was. Yeah. It was thoughts of food were coming into my head and I was just like dwelling on a lot and I was just thinking, what's your problem, Pearl? I mean, just, I don't know. Get on with your day. Think about cows, anything but food, whatever. Cows are food. Yeah. Cows can turn quickly That's to food. True. They can. <laughs> But, oh, so then I was thinking about, I was just like, I started to think, I started to get anxiety about, because, oh, I'm a person who loves food and how am I going to wait the rest of my life? Yeah, a counselor. (laughs) I was like, the rest of my life, you mean I have to wait like three hours before each meal? And that's a lot of waiting. And oh, my goodness, and what? What? How can I do this? And maybe I'm just going to turn into a glutton and maybe I'll be just like, uh, I I don't know. Do you know why you started having those thoughts when you counsel you? It's because you started thinking it wasn't okay to think about food in between. Okay, well, so there was denial and then it made you cray cray. Yeah, so. but But may I ask? Yeah. In between meals, you're not hungry, but you're thinking about the next meal. I totally oh, am. But it's not, it's not a matter of craving for you. It's a matter of interest. It's interest wow. with a tad, tad bit of craving. Like I but get, not a craving like I need to go eat five donuts. Just an interest with a excitement. excitement, wait for my next meal. But then I thought to myself, Pearl, I got, I just looked at it differently and this peaceful feeling came over me. No, it was more than peaceful. It was like this rocking excitement came into my body with a flip of a thought. I was like, Pearl, how great that you're a food lover. You mean you get to anticipate your next meal? Yeehaw. Oh my goodness, Pearl. You've got so much love left for the rest of your life for food. Think about all the meals you're going to have. Think about all the meals you're going to wait for because Pearl, just waiting for that meal... It gets you more set up for it. It gets you anticipating it. It gets you enjoying that meal more. I reckon it gets you digesting, using, metabolizing that food more. It does. And I thought, I'm that girl who's a food lover. Yay me, not 
poor me, not I have a problem. I'm like, no, yay me. So now I'm like identifying myself as a food lover, but it's a healthy thing. Oh, mate. I bet you get uh, also a lot more conscious about what you're going to put into your body as well when you get to be excited about food and plan for it rather than I'm now starving because you don't make good decisions when you're on that crash. Yeah, it's true. And, and and I don't know if all of you are food lovers, but I want to say to you, if you get those anxiety of feelings of, of uh, I, just, I just love to eat so much. I just love to eat. Oh, man, I want to eat. Eating's like my passion. Okay, good for you. You can make this work if you're even one of those people. In fact, it can more, work better for you. More. Let me Bring water it, the serene. seed, Pearl. Let me the water that thought that you okay. said yay for you now. All right. Let me water it. First of all, I love lots of things, <laughs> lots of things. And I think we're meant to get, I think it's not like we need counseling because we get simple, we get pleasure out of simple things like food. Okay. I get pleasure out of new toothpaste, new <laughs> shampoo and conditioner. I get so excited. I can't wait to jump in the shower to try the new conditioner. Like so freaking excitement. Like I really literally have my cells are dancing. Oh, the new conditioner. I have a new spring of my step. Um, and I feel like it's made my life wonderful to be excited about simple things. Uh, and so food is a simple thing. Yes. Pearl, Christmas. You know I love Christmas you so do. much. You and because I love Christmas so much, I think about it all year. I don't think it's a sin. And because <laughs> I love Christmas so much, I do Christmas better than anyone else. Yeah. Why? Because I refuse to to take and peek at my presents. Right. And, and give in and like open one five days prior. Oh, that would ruin my Christmas. So, ah, Pearl, I see what you're saying. See if you love if you love food. If you think about it, if you're so looking forward to enjoying that, you won't want to wreck it with a bag of chips on the way home from Walmart, right? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. You know, I guess it is a blessing to be a foodie because I'm not. I don't like the hobby you just described of you loving and looking forward to it and thinking about what you're going to decorate your salad with and everything. Like, it, it's not an interest of mine, and I see how that actually hurts me. Yeah, but haven't you come to a point where it is becoming more that way, Dan Dan? Because I remember you used to just like, I'm st- wait till you're starving, then and open a, pa- a burrito and put it in the microwave I've, now. Right? I've only used gotten to. more conscious yeah. because of pain, right. not because of interest. And I'm saying, I think yours is the better way. I'm I going to the very womb. Can I go to the womb? You can. Get there. Well, counselors these days, they yeah. take you back. I'm taking yeah, you back taking, to the womb. Yeah, and you know this is a counselling couch, this party. So come on, take us back, back serene counselling I'm going to get letters, hate mail. and I'm, I'm promising you this. You'll get no letters in the snail mail because it doesn't okay, happen anymore, emails, even though I believe you, see, you believe it does. Emails. You're going to get them because I don't go on social media. <laughs> oh, thanks. Okay, send all your horrific hate stuff to Pearl. You ready? Because I'm going to talk about breastfeeding Ooh, and I'm going to talk about it with right. food. No, I'm telling you why, because there's people that do the, the schedule and do all the oh, stuff and do you the are going to get hate mail. I'm going to get hate mail, but I'm just talking to you about it. It's your opinion. Because I'm going back to, I think, how God sees food. Okay. Okay, so if food is just food, like for Danny, waits till he's starved, doesn't think about it till he's starved, and then all of a sudden… Well, that was in his previous yes, life. previous. Okay. Then, you know, f- see, I think food is meant to be more than food. First of all, I think it's art. Mm. I, I think I think it's I think it's so much deeper than just like calories in. Yeah. Okay. So like breastfeeding, the first food that we ever put in a human body, it's it's not meant to be just for food. 
that's when women run into trouble with their mothering, I feel. Yeah. I feel like that's when breastfeeding becomes so complicated because it's all this looking at the clock and mm. times and the baby screaming. So you have to buy all these contraptions and you've got to buy the swings and you've got to buy the, you know, okay, if you want to use a passy, fine, but you've got to, you've got to get all the other sucky stuff yeah. and all the stuff because breastfeeding is when it's put for food, you, you, it, life becomes more complicated. But the first food that, that went to a human was meant to be comfort, mm. was meant to be joy, was meant to be delight, was meant to be thought about by mum and baby. And so it's actually, it's, it's a pleasurable pastime that goes beyond a pastime into a hobby, yeah. um, into an addiction for the baby. Right. So my point being is God designed food, I think, to be more than can food. I, can I just – I agree with all your premises here, but I know some people are thinking devil's advocate like me too. You know, some – okay, whether you're a schedule feeder, nurser, or, or you're just completely on demand – when you're on demand, which I used to feed my babies on demand, sometimes I'd want to stretch it out just a little bit, Fine. you know. But are you saying that that's the way food should be? Because we say, hey, give your body a break. Two and a half no, to three no, hours because totally, we're three adults. To four. Yes. We're adults. It's different. Our metabolism is different than a growing, growing baby. Yes. So, so that part I'm not trying to merge those two thoughts, but I'm trying to merge that. I, I Breastfeeding is comfort. Like there's yeah. so many scriptures in the Bible that says, "I dangle you on my knee, like mm. a like a nursing mother." You know, like yes. Jerusalem. He's he's talking. It's like this this comfort, and it's like um, I think that when we try and divorce food from pleasure and from thought life, yes, and to just this concrete um, square or circle or you know. It's like yeah. tick box yeah. when it just becomes so clinical and clerical. I do think that we run into more trouble. I think embracing Pearl, that you are yeah. a person who, who thinks of it in more of a, um, a, a an artistic way, mm -hmm. you know, that is passion. That is, it's a whole. Uh, it's, it's definitely my hobby. It's a dance. It's it's something so much bigger and I broader like that, and Serena, wider. It's a dance. And 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 so you think about your next move, and you think about that pure. Oh, I could do that better. And what if I twisted that way? I could get height Ooh. there in that area. And I think of food as science too. Yes, I think about food in the nerdy ways, and I think about food in the picture picture ways it's all pictures in my head and i i think about food so much that i've actually thought that thought that i'm a uh, psychopath and okay I well, well what about this okay i so i love where you're going because food can be art it can be science it can be a hobby it can be all those things but i i often hear people say i had to lay down food as my idol because food was my comfort when i'm stressed i was a stress eating if that was food i went to food instead of to god so where are we drawing the line here danny has his hand up but i know serene's got stuff to say cuz it's a big deal well i uh, but so that we don't speed past that i, I think that food the the idol that of food that people are laying down don't you think they mostly mean junk food and yes, bad eating? Yes, they do. Like, I don't know that I'm laying <laughs> down you. sweet potatoes no, and not. carrots from yeah. a garden yeah. and you, tomatoes Danny. on a salad. Like, yeah. that's never been the struggle people have ever had no. to overcome. It's like God saying, so can you true, lay man. down joy because joy is comforting? Right. Laughter is is, right. is is comforting. You feel good when you laughter. Would you lay that down, please? Oh, Would you yeah. lay down like a nice waltz around the room with your husband to some good like Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Or would Come you lay down in intimacy with your husband yeah. because it feels good? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree with you, Danny. Yeah. You're meant to lay down the harmful stuff that's wrecking yeah. you. But God designed breast milk to be comfort for a baby. He designed a good old... Um, you know, Pearl's good old hash out of zucchini with yes. good yummy yolky eggs in the morning, 
That's to be comforting and wonderful and design it to be more than just filling a hole in your tummy. Yes, because guilt and shame doesn't follow uh, salads and food from the earth, typically. Typically, guilt and shame yeah, follows your the, third bowl the of pigging out. Yes, yes the overzealous... And- Need for food and the emotional connection with. And I, I think it's a lot of guilt surrounding that that makes us do that. Here's the thing: I think this could be a way. People, so many people have asked us to do a potty on um, emotional eating or overeating, that sort of thing, eating out of stress. I, we haven't done that yet because I, I, I haven't. We haven't had. Um, a past of doing I haven't had a past of doing that so I don't feel like I can speak to it I think we want to have someone here mm-hmm. who's overcome that but to uh, this may help you see to, that you're to, normal to, to say it like I saw someone well I saw someone on the on the group today saying you know I'm a stress eater give me all your tips for being a stress being a stress eater but first of all I, the first thing I said to her was first of all if you could just change your identity to say I'm not a stress eater. I, I used to be a stress eater. I love food. You know, just help me. Show me how to um, have health, you know, healthful snacks or what can I do in these times. But I think it's the, what we're wearing. Am I a stress eater or do I just love food? And I'm just learning to find that beautiful balance. Right. And I do think that dance you talked right. about. And I do feel like, you know, if I've had a stressful day, my husband's had a stressful day, not getting too raunchy, it's not okay to, it's, it's totally okay to comfort one yeah. another in ways that is pleasurable. It's like, yes. oh, hey, let's just have a good date, you know, yeah. whatever. We don't date have- in the sheets, you mean? Yeah, date yeah. in the sheets. <laughs> so my point being is right. just because um, it's comforting doesn't mean it's bad. Just because it's no, enjoyable it's so doesn't true. mean it's bad. But I think when it's uh, – <laughs> so, you know, I feel like, yes, when you're eating – it's enjoyable, but when you're eating beyond your body's needs, yeah, that's yeah. perverted, I feel like. There's yes, a line that's crossed. Yes, true. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. Okay, health foods and all these things that God made for us, the good sweet potato with if you need comfort with the coconut oil on yeah. it, or a good crossover, so comforting, right? Um, but that's but that's what God made. Yes. Okay, then then and if God you go made to, that to match the hunger. Yeah, and then but if you're going to, you know, packets of, of Cheetos and, and Doritos and then, you know, sugar high fo- sugar filled ice cream, that's the perversion. Or of if it. you're going for our yummy healthy that, treats. That's sex out of marriage, right? When it's you know, when you're really sleeping around and, yeah. and that's perverting but, what God made. But also the healthy yummy treases that are healthy and on plan and comforting and, and yeah. the right, awesome, you go for it, mate. Um, um, something to give yourself a little pick-me-up in the afternoon right. and it's pleasurable and gives you a little high. But then it's perverted when you're eating 20 when you you were full after five. Right. So, yeah, there is a line, I think. So it's not. it's totally okay to love food. It's totally okay to be comforted by food. We don't have to lay down to that. We yeah. can totally embrace that. The part we, we, we seek help for is when we're going beyond the lines, when it's actually we don't need it anymore. Yeah. Even if it's healthy, we don't need it and we're just – Yes. Because things usually balance each other in harmony, right? Yeah, they do. So you you have sex, you have marriage. Yeah. You have food, you have hunger. Yes. And so when there's something not there that's usually married in there, then then I think that's where it doesn't work. I agree. And and another thing, Pearl, that makes me feel, and Dan, that makes me feel great when I feel like, oh, I'm obsessed with food. I look out at my cows. You said think of cows. I look out at my cows. Stop thinking, Serene. Just think of a cow. Look out at my cows. They're eating. (laughs) All day long, they're eating. Yeah. And it makes me think, okay, God created 
um, this world to really revolve around food. Yeah. Um, and then I think about God from cows and I think about God and then it says this, the Son of Man came eating and drinking. Yes. I mean, everything he said that was poignant was around a meal. I know. I think so much of our guilt and shame and identity turns us and makes us into stress binge eaters. Yeah, but also the food that we're eating yeah. uh, in those times, think about the vicious cycle the guilt and shame, and then you're you're eating certain types of foods out of that space, and those foods trigger chemicals and addictions in your body that bring anxiety and feelings of guilt and feelings right, of shame. So do. it's this big cycle of back and forth. I mean, the cows, you know, they're eating grass. Yeah. You know, and so people have this like, oh, I ate like a cow. You probably didn't. Yeah, you probably you, didn't. You probably didn't eat like a cow. If you ate like a cow, you'd be doing great. And you'd be as grateful as that happy cow out in the pasture. Is that where your tufts of spinach come from? <laughs> All those thought processes. So um I'm so I'm into it. I'm into it. People embrace the pleasure of food. Embrace yeah, the comfort. Embrace the comfort. I love the reframing you're doing, and you're both so on fire right now with it too. You with, with your and art. I'm drinking a yuck yum at the same time. Yes, she is. I love food so much, and I I love a little um, special food, little a corner of my food world so much. I told Pearl, I wish <laughs> I had such guilt about loving it so much. I said, Pearl, I wish all the other food in the world got blown up, so I wouldn't have to feel so guilty for eating this over and over and over and over and over yes. and over and over. What eating what over and over? Oh. My yuck yum oh, smoothie, with... and then I make this yeah, incredibly consistent with crunchy that thing. Um, granola out of sprouted buckwheat. Is and that I what I had? These golden berries? No, that wasn't that. Okay. Um, and, and it's so crunchy and so full of protein, so full of. Yeah, we're thinking of like bringing Mm, it because now that we've got our oven, we're going to be doing some granolas and cereals and things like that. I know we keep promising all these things, but it takes time. But the serene sprouted buckwheat granola is so good, right? She hands it around uh, when we have meetings and stuff. The stuff you you made last report, wasn't that, mate? You didn't get brought at Denny. But that anyway, was so good, though. I know that was some other. I mean, stuff. that was like a soft, chewy granola. We're working on lots crunchy, of things. Like, but anyway, Serene's are so crunchy, and everyone's like, "We need to make this. We need to sell this. This is so good, and it's superfood. Like, this is Serene's superfood. It's so healthy for you. You, you're probably like springing like tigger around the room when you eat it. Okay, but but Serene stuff, you have to sprout the stuff for three days, and then you do all then these dehydrate things. It. And we're like our finance guys is just like I just don't know how we can make this work money-wise. Well, the process to make a tray full of this granola, you have to sprout it and then dehydrate it and do all this stuff. I don't know if we'll make a cent on it if we bring it. because Anyway, it's, it's I love it so much. I dream inspired. about it, think about it, and I, I have to stop myself for having it four times a day. You know what you should do? You have to put caffeine in it, and then it'll sell. That's what everybody's doing now. Is they're caffeine. like energy this and energy that. It's just caffeine. Yeah, I know. You know, they're like eat this natural source of energy, this plant based, and it's like the ingredients are caffeine. Well, the cola nut is uh, that's where they get Coca Cola has caffeine in it naturally. The and God made it, mate. Yeah. Oh, the cola the nut. Cola nut is a that's is a, a natural source of caffeine. Yes, I've got another cola nut. I've got another reason why not to feel guilty Coca-Cola, thinking about food all day. That's why the Coca Cola had caffeine in it. But yes, uh, God could have designed us to be airitarians. Yes. He could have. You mean where we just ate air? Well, yeah, and you just breathe it in, breathe in your nutrients, and breathe it out. He could have. That's interesting. But he wanted us to have a colon. <laughs> he really did. He wanted to humble wow. us with a colon. Now, that was scientific reasoning. It's funny I've that she ever... went there to yeah. end it. But he wa- right, that, no. that was I a surprise. I wasn't ending it. It was just a side note. No, but listen. Such a good surprise he ate ending. He so much food. Or he could have designed us to eat like there was just apple trees everywhere and that was it. You just yeah. you ate your apple and that was it. 
Yeah, I know. But there's like food groups. And then in those food groups, there's subgroups and then smaller yeah. subgroups. And then there's just like food is massive. That's why, Serene, you and I can never get tired of talking about it. I know. Every hey. time we're together, we're just talking. We're pretty much talking about food apart from other things like who Talk our children are going to marry. And going on trips and what he laughs about Oh, us. yes. Because if Serene and I ever do a vacation, you know, with our husbands, it's like our guys look at one another like, well, what? They've been talking about food for four hours yeah. straight. With just as much pep in <laughs> Just it's as true. much and we're ready for another four no, hours. No, it's true. I've, I, I, if I'm hanging out with you guys outside of the podcast, you're actually still talking about because food. Because it's not just the taste. We can talk about that for now. Then you've got to talk about the science for an hour. Yes. And all the different hormones that get yes. affected by that and all the different ways that of metabol- metabol- metabolism. So, Pearl, you, 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 you with your wonderful own thought yeah. that you're going to flip it and you're going to be embrace your foodiness and then me watering your seed, how do you feel now? No, no, I feel fantastic. I'm so – I feel like the luckiest woman in the world that I love food so much and I'm sorry for everybody else that doesn't. Whereas I used to think – Maybe I got a bit of a problem. No, but I don't. And I guess, guess what, Serene? You've released me. It's not an idol in my life. It's just something that I'm very thankful for and that I embrace and use. God gave us many good gifts. I'm not going to look down on these gifts. I'm going to actually thank Him for them. And yeah, there's balance. But you know what I like to look balance as now, Serene? Sometimes you really help me. Sometimes I have to spank you as a, like an older yeah. sister and put you in line and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But you really helped me today when you said yes. There's a bit of a dance when it comes to food. But I love that. Two steps this way, two steps that way, okay? Feel the rhythm. Isn't this just a beautiful dance with our meals, with food, with our nutrients? And that's what we've tried to say from the very first book, but I don't think we never said it like that. If we just look at it as a beautiful dance, I think it takes the anxiety out of it. Okay, three steps this way. Maybe that's your three hours for your your next meal. You know, okay, okay, now I'm going to twirl. Do I need an e-meal? Yeah, that's sort of light. And now I'm going to, um, you know, bend and then spin up. Maybe that's when I'm bend. That's my S meal. Because, I mean, you can look at it in so many ways, but it's a dance, people. Your body needs light food. Your body needs heavy food. Your body needs intervals, but your body needs to love the dance. And I tell you what. I heard this amazing line that stuck with me. You know, you know, I love to push my babies in a stroller and listen. It's the only time I get to think intelligent. His thoughts, name you know? wouldn't be Graham Cook, could it? Oh, this was it's another one. Oh, but anyway, wow. this this guy, amazing guy. He said, "Balance is not somewhere between joy and depression." Ooh. That's not balanced because he said, if that's it, I don't want any part of it. You mean I have to go get somewhere in between joy and depression? No. No. He's like, balance is, you know, the word and the spirit. And they went through all these things that you you, you find your balance between. So when you find your balance in food, it's not where you have to like give up joy in in all these areas and Mm. find find yourself this little place, Pearl, where you're not so excited, but then (laughs) you're not a complete Dan (laughs) in the past. (laughs) You're not a big Dan. That's like a slur now, my name. (laughs) You just gotta be like just some kind of root, like roofed, like clammed up person where you're only, we only so thankful for God's food. I think it's totally, that's not balance. Balance is okay, a balance between your E's, a balance between your S, a balance between having a treat and um, Aunt Marge pecan pie, but also knowing back on Monday, I only put my good stuff in my shopping cart. That's balance. It's not somewhere between joy and depression. No, you don't so have to true. cap the joy. I poor, love it. Poor Ralph. What happened to Ralph? Well, he went Dan. 
<laughs> it's the new word. Great. Hey, you know. But just it's your post-Dan, hon. Uh, no, post. Pre, Pre-Dan. Pre, it's your pre-Dan. Pre-Dan. Do you know my, my, back to the nursing. My baby, you know, thank you to Dan. Um, what? Called it tween, uh, creamies. Uh, oh. So I did, it was Ninny, my whole um, yeah. child nursing relationships. And then I was done with Ninny. It just it had had its day. And then I was nursing and I said, oh, Ninny, to the little newborn five days old. And Dan's like, oh, you're giving the baby the creamies. Yeah. Because Lisa, his wife, said we call it the creamies. And so I tried it out for style and I felt it fit. It was perfect. I'm like, this is it. I'm taking it from here. But I had to say tweemies because yeah. it's cuter. Well, anyway. My my baby calls it the twee twee right now. Yeah. Twee twee for creamies. Well, she she like does a little two step, and if you pick her up, her legs are like dancing in the air while she's, she's saying twee. She's about so twee excited, twee. and if that's natural and instinctive, you know, uh, and for something so healthy and so wonderful, why can't we be wanting our twee twee? Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. You look at the variety of, of music and how, like I can never, music never gets old to me. Yeah. You know, any genre, I'm not genre specific. If it's moving, if it takes me to another place, it's it's on mm-hmm. my playlist. And the combination of instruments and voices and harmonies, it's literally like eternal and it's always evolving yeah. as decades go by and always yeah. getting better in my opinion yeah. and you you know you think of the the varieties of foods like serene you were describing you know it's not just an apple we're not yeah. we're not good with just an apple yeah. there's hundreds of thousands of things to eat and then how many combinations maybe perhaps infinite yeah. like if someone i wonder if someone were to actually count mathematically the combinations of foods. You couldn't. Can I say something real quick just to interrupt? Is peaches and cream yeah. and everyone knows it's your it show. works. Yeah, it's your show. No, 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 no. And then Hold my children thought, are always Dan. like, Hold <laughs> it. My children are always like, well, does that match? She well, said, who no, no, said no. That, that it doesn't? Like, yeah. my new thing is raspberries with peanuts and dark yeah. chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Those nice. Those three rock. Nice. Yeah, they do. You put them all together in a really? bowl. See, I wouldn't have thought the peanuts. Yes, they match with the raspberry. That's like a trail And mix. the dark chocolate. Yeah. But if you swirl a little bit of Greek yogurt or kefir, oh my goodness, but you think it doesn't match, but it's infinite. Yeah. Who's to say what's coming up that really is the best match? True, back to you back thought, down. Dan. I hope you didn't lose it. No, no, of course not. Not Dan. I'm in, I'm in this flow. Um, yeah, and so you've got, I mean, potentially an infinite amount of food possibilities to where you would never grow tired. But here's the interesting thing, is that to really do food right, you, you do need to be a lover of food, and you need permission to go, yes, I, I am now that girl who is a, or that guy who is a lover of food. And it seems to be like a solution to the manic pace of busyness and always just doing stuff that may not be really eternally valuable or valuable to your family, valuable to truth and love and life. Like I find myself spinning my wheels up until midnight at work and stuff from time to time and not getting any closer to my goals when when doing that. And then there's times where I'm like, I just can't. And I go to bed at like seven from exhaustion and like everything gets done somehow by others. And then mm-hmm. I get emails saying it's all finished. And, you know, like I think that to love food and to really craft and create food, it is a time thing. And people feel like I think they don't have the time to do it. But what if food was designed to constantly be luring you Mm. back to what is important to the home 
to the home, to being there, to, oh, I don't have time. I've got all these kids. And it's like, what if you could, what if food was a thing for you and your kids to do together? Yeah. You know? And so, like, I find that an interesting take on the things that previously were like getting in the way of me going and doing my stuff. What if it is the stuff so I should true, be doing? Dan, Dan is so deep. The deep of the Dan, oh, the Dan wow. of the deep. Oh, I'm telling you. So you were pre-Dan to Dan of the deep <laughs> all the way there. It's my new chair. But um, <laughs> oh, that's huge. You just ministered to me in so many ways because we could say we don't have time for all that. We don't have time. But what if that's the time that counts? What if it's the only time that really matters and it draws us back to the things yeah. that matter? What if you were being negligent yeah. by going and spinning your wheels and it's just like, like everybody's like, oh, what's the plan? What's my purpose in life? What if you're like, <laughs> what if what if part of your just, life's purpose was to be up in a kitchen? Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that's it okay. all begin in a garden? Yes. You know what I mean? And, 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 Put your and, face and was, by the It thing. all began in a garden and was, wasn't it just meant to be about relationships yeah. and the garden? Do you know what's so funny? Out of it. You, know, you know what's so funny though to me because my life's so busy now. But I said to Serene, there was a, a day the other the day. No, it wasn't the zoo day. What was it? One day, and and you and I, we were just with ourselves all day, and and we said to each other at the end of the day, we were we watching the video, the home videos. Oh yeah, I said we well, we got nothing accomplished today, you know, and I was like, oh, but it was a good day, and you said, yeah, I got nothing accomplished too, and I looked back at you and I said, remember, Serene, ten years ago, this was every day, yeah. we just. We just cooked meals. We looked after the kids. We had fun in our homes. Yeah. That was every day. We didn't even look at it like, what did I get done for Trim Healthy Moment today? Yeah. Zero. I felt. I mean, I felt such guilt at the end yeah. of this day. But that was our every day. And we went, we were poor as dishwater. Yeah. We went to bed happy <laughs> and very fulfilled. Very. Because but our we wheels felt like were, we were hardworking women. We too. did. Looking after the children and cooking. Yeah. That was great stuff. That was. That but was it's fulfilling. not to be demeaned. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was good stuff of life, like sunrise, sunset, make yeah. some meals, be with your family. Now, I know we have to do things. I know we have to earn money. I know Trim Healthy Mama is calling us to other things that God has called us to, and we got to do all that. But the basics of life should never be looked on as second best, right? And the basics of life are preparing food. And the basics of life are gifts. And gifts needs to not be just Oh, I suppose I'll I'll enjoy it. I think to really, um, to really be thankful, uh, I think we got to really love it and mm. be a pearl, you know, <laughs> and be be a person who's looking forward to it with an anticipation and designing the next meal. And you know, I was thinking about it. I think to really love it is the best way. I, I said it quickly about fifteen minutes ago, but I really want to drive this point home. Make the point extra crispy, please. What are <laughs> Yes. America, maybe not the slimmest nation, but it takes the least time of food. It's fast food. It's fast food. It's fast food. France, Italy. Mm. Think of all the nations. Slim, slim nations. They are all about food. Think about food. It's art. They revolve around food. Mm, Food, food, food. It's their cultural um, paradigm. It's the thing they do to hang out. And and do you know why I think if you really love food – you, the, the brain says, oh, no, I'll get fat if I love food. No, if you love food, you will metabolize it better. Yeah. And we've proved that in the Slow Down Diet, Pearl, yes. when we read that and all the we studies. We didn't write it, but we read it. <laughs> no, when we read it. We proved it when we read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But all the studies in there say when you actually love what you're eating, you enjoy what you're yeah. eating, when there's been thoughts about it before you eat, your body's actually gotten all the, the hormonal interplay that's designed to mm-hmm. digest it and to digest it well and to break it all down properly and to use it as energy. It all is starts before. Yeah. And it starts with the smell and the sight and everything. It's so true, Serena. And I'm thinking about, you know, I want to talk to you now. If you've come from maybe a sugar, high sugar lifestyle, right? And you're thinking, but right now I don't love these new food. I mean, I'm so used to my, um, what I was eating before. I'm used to my my lasagna with the white noodles, okay? And, And I'm used to my higher sugar foods. But, you know, the mind sets the tone for what you're going to start to love. You know, as we've said before on our potty that we did about Foxy Mama about, you know, sex and stuff, the mind sets the tone for your intimacy in your marriage. You think zero thoughts about your husband all day, intimacy, you're not going to be ready at night. But if you start to set your mind in that zone, start to think about him, start to, you know, get the good thoughts going, your mind is going to be ready and you're going to love that occasion and and that night when he comes home. the same thing. So I'll say to you, start thinking about these simple foods like a sweet potato, right? Start thinking about the coconut oil, teaspoon of coconut oil, drizzle it on. Start thinking about, mmm, I'd love some savory seasonings with that. Or no, maybe I'll go sweet. How about a bit of cinnamon and gentle sweet? Oh, yeah. Oh, I can envision it. Oh, my goodness. You start salivating. You start to want it. It's the mind opening up your love pathways for that. Mm-hmm. So I think just let that happen. Let your mind start some new channels where it just creates these pathways for love, for these new holes, earth bought forth foods. Yes, and I just want to interrupt too, Pearl. You said um, recently, and we've noticed it with our father too, um, and it's just going to help, I think, set in stone that it's okay to love food. I think we're designed by God to, to love it more than we're actually allowing ourselves to love mm-hmm. it okay. on, on a whole here yeah. in America. Because you said, Pearl, when these men were put on a lower-calorie diet, yes. um, uh, they suffered a lot more with depression, but they, they had to um, – they started thinking about food in ways that they never did before, yeah. and they because food has to be part of your life. And when you take it out in a yeah. certain area, it, um, I think it's instinctive for it to to you'll see it again in a different yes. area. They started reading recipe books. Men <laughs> yeah. read recipe books, yeah, and, it was and they wanted to um, like purchase have, things for their kitchen. Right? Yeah, exactly. And our father, he's done a lot of fasting in his life just for spiritual reasons. And he he's never cared about recipe books. In fact, he doesn't even know how to spread butter on bread. It's like one inch square hunk in the middle yeah. of a piece of bread. Everything's dry around it, and that's his sandwich. It's so weird. <laughs> Bless his heart. And if he's going to make it really delicious, he'll put a big hunk of tomato. But yeah, he wants slice top it thin. Of the it's a half a tomato on that inch <laughs> of butter that's the way he in does the bread. It. And he'll just squash it into his mouth. Just like a beast. And he calls yeah. it his, his tomato <laughs> sandwich. Tomato tomato <laughs> sandwich. Yeah. But anyway, um, oh, he will sit there on his lazy boy Legs crossed and, and ask mum for all the recipe books. He'll have a pile of 15. When he's fasting. When he's fasting. And he'll just for hours be flipping through the pictures. Flipping. <laughs> it's his favorite thing. He will read recipe books. That's like it, torturing yourself when you're fasting. No, but you see, we have to love food. You've got to not connect. Gonna, it's his connection with food. And that's what a lot of, you know, my daughter-in-law who's um, suffered with anorexia and she's very open. We've talked about it on the party. And one day she'll come and talk about her journey on the party. She's doing great. Yeah. Um, a lot of anorexics have, because they deny themselves food, they still have that connection with food. They'll be looking at pinning recipes all day long. They'll be baking, but they're giving it away to other people. They'll be, their hands and their minds are still in food. We are 
born with this insatiable thing for food. Food and us are one. And yeah. so I don't, I think if we keep it in the paradigm of what's beautiful rather than what's perverted, and we so let's should just, love that. Let's just go over that really quickly. Just So what's perverted is when it's not married with hunger and yeah. it's not married with health. Yeah. Of course, we can have a, a cheat meal from yeah, here. Yeah, right, right. But, but, because, but, but that's family but, yeah, and that's life. But on a whole, yeah. marry the pleasure and the joy and the, just the, the, just ah, just this celebration of food. Marry it with hunger and mm. ma- uh, and marry it with health. Yeah. Now, just to say that little bit of thing, if you're not hun- hungry, you know, four hours later, yeah, I I think still have a little something because you you might start to develop that hunger over time as yeah. your leptin hormones and your right. ghrelin start to um. You know, start to sort of come into line mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and some people just don't have a lot of feelings of hunger, and they think, well, Especially why should I eat? Especially when they've denied it and they've yes. put their brain elsewhere because they thought it was bad. Yeah, although there's people that get mm-hmm. so entranced with things they forget about food. I don't. Danny ha- here has, but I don't think you have to eat right at the three hour mark if you're not hungry. Go to that four hour, and right then about that four ha- hour, you know, you might want to think if about. If you're a nursing mum. You're hungry at the two-hour yeah, point. Yeah, that's fine. You just go ahead and eat. Yeah, and pregnancy, Cheers. I'm pregnancy now. too. Hey, see you guys next week. Peace. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.